Hey y'all, welcome to the Mad Valley Lodge podcast. This is Josh Preston, and today I'll be your guest host. Uh, I sat down with your usual host, Nick Pankey, and his platonic soulmate, Caston Guffey, this week. Uh, for those of you that don't know, these guys are the pillars of the band My Politic. Uh, they've got a new record called 12 Kinds of Lost that comes out on August 25th. We talked about um, a magical room in the middle of a hospital, making records, crafting songs, uh, being selfish on stage, suburban ghosts, and a bunch of other junk. Uh, so without further ado, here's my politic. We were in uh, St. John's, which is a hospital in Springfield, Missouri, where Cass and I are from. And they have this really, um, like in the middle of it, like on the sixth floor, they have this really amazing, would you call it a chapel? Cathedral? Cathedral. Chapel? It's like a yeah, big okay. stone room with two rows of pews and the perfect singing cave built behind it. Like this huge structure. It's it's amazing. And uh, my high school choir director invited me down to record this choir. And I had microphones up top. Like they had a, a soundboard like on the second level, like above it all. And I just had two mics up there and I couldn't I couldn't do it. Like it was so loud. <laughs> it was the most beautiful loud. And then you, I had to move the mics like at a different angle because the way that these people like made sound in a room, they could just like crush you. You could compress oh, yeah. like a can, you know. Sure. It was so loud. Wow. That room is incredible. It's an incredible room. And it's like, in a hospital. It's like the weirdest thing. Wow. Yeah. Sixth floor, you like walk across, yeah. you take the elevator in, like with like with you're like dressed. It was funny. They're called the Springfield Chamber Chorus. And they were like dressed in their, you know, tuxedos and, and formal gown and they had their big formal binders with them and shit. And they're just like walking in the emergency room exit, you know, <laughs> like into a into a hospital to like go do a gig. Wow. Yeah, it was oh, really cool. Bizarre. It was weird. I every t- I only went to one or two, I think. Yeah, they only well, we when we lived up there, they we only caught the beginning of it. I was singing right. in an eight-person camarada with Jim Davidson, was the director, and during that, he was like building and like schooling this group called Springfield Chamber Chorus, which you could only be in if you know by audition. And most of them were like college professor, uh, music teachers, and like other choir professionals from around the state. So it was like super fucking you know tight. And since we've left, they've done so many things. But well, yeah, yeah, we only, he, we he only has caught a few lot. of them. Jim, like he went over to like Germany and got his master's degree or yeah, doctorate he, or something. Yeah. After it's he crazy. created the most badass choir in Missouri, yeah. he, he went and got his master's <laughs> degree. And now he's, I think he's, he's got his doctorate in music and he's working, he's running one of the departments at Drury University in Springfield. So, and he was our high school choir teacher. So we got really, really lucky. We had a very, very talented human being showing us how to like put That's chords wild. together i mean did that do you think that had any impact on like the songs and the way you guys structure stuff now yeah in, in because they taught us how and... to they taught us how to care about music that not that yeah. just music was cool but like how to nurture it and and be kind to it and not inflict your ideas on it all the time and just sure. like read from this paper it's beautiful i promise yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like i agree yeah. it would and, and the harmony thing and was you know, choir harmony is a lot different than maybe the stuff that we're doing to sure. a certain degree, oh, you know, oh, sure, just sure. because of the difference of, you know, what you're trying to accomplish. But right. I think uh, being kind of immersed in that for a long time has helped drastically try to figure out, like we can get 
somewhere faster. Uh, oh, yeah, it's a lot faster. It's not now. that. Yeah, 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 it's not that. Like you become this it. amazing singer if you're because like, there's tons of kids that that do choir and at the end of it they don't sing after high school. It's like somebody played basketball in high school they don't play after high school. Like it's not a big deal. People, everybody on the planet can can do singing, but what it taught me was the most important things about singing, which sure. are if you're going to be singing harmony, especially with a small group or one person or like what we do with three people sometimes, you know. Uh, four, if if Jen Star Cynic starts singing along, which is <laughs> right. which is awesome, sure. I, we we need more of it. Um, if you all are making the same vowels and you're all oh, making the yeah. same, you're ending the words yeah. at the same time and worrying about your diction and like if you all just like conscious, you know, just give that some conscious attention <laughs> and it'll come out of you easier than it should have. You Absolutely, know? you just have For to sure. play by these weird little rules. Sure, and that's what choir taught me. And it's a feel thing too. Oh, I absolutely. think oh, yeah. when it locks in, you know, you're, you're there. You're like, you can okay. think about it, and you know, but yeah, just feeling other people around you singing in that way and adjusting. Well, to that complement. Them and them build like building, um, just build like building a thing in music, just yeah. going up, just sure. trying to. Everybody is on the same page for a minute, and we're going to do it perfectly for as long as we can. <laughs> well, I think that choral music, I mean, I, I still feel like maybe some of the most moving stuff I've ever heard was stuff I don't understand because it's in a different language, yeah, and, most of the time Russian oh, or yeah. Latin, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, Russian yeah. or something like that, and you're like. You know, I've, we've seen a bunch of concerts. I see all my friends play. Like everybody's playing music and stuff. But I still remember, you know, going to a thing like that at that hospital and just being like, "Oh my god, this is insane!" <laughs> just because it locks sitting in a room in, you know? and just yeah. getting just getting yeah. goosebumps. And the it, it's it is that's why I think people got addicted to church in the beginning. You know, oh, because like, you know what I mean. Oh, it's an incredible absolutely. propaganda. It's an, yeah. it's, oh, <laughs> it's it's it totally is. Yeah, they could be the, the, the thing that. Go. Yeah, the reason that maybe I love uh, all the Russian and Latin stuff that we did, and we did a bunch of stuff. We did Haitian stuff. We did things in English. There was some Hebrew stuff we did, um, and we obviously didn't have as. I mean, there's kids out there that have done everything, but I not not understanding the words was better. Like when, awesome. when I would read the translations after the fact, because at first it didn't oh, yeah. matter because you're learning a Russian, like they're teaching yeah. you to speak, which is nowhere near real Russian, like at all, right? Right. Like just, but I mean, it's, it's like still like, it's in interesting. Yeah. Sure. But I think that lockup of like that feeling in, in your chest, you know, there's like, like harmony can do that to me, Absolutely. you know, and I think everybody feels that kind of feeling in a different way, but I feel like harmony specifically in that choral sense like blows my mind. Absolutely. And it like like I'm thinking about it and I have goosebumps right now. No joke. It's just crazy. And it lends such power to what you're actually saying. Yes. Too, as a lyricist. I Absolutely. mean, you know, it's it's not just oh. one it's not one thing coming yeah. at you. It's this There's this thing. thing. Yeah. And that's why I like even and I that's why I love bluegrass music. Yeah. Like there's something about that like that feeling i don't know what it is you know Absolutely. and that's like the like the harmony in choral music and the harmony in like a bluegrass like old bluegrass recording are like pretty much as far away as you could get technically speaking in a lot of ways but yeah. man there's just something like it still hits the same way and it's so cool to me it's mm -hmm. powerful man there um before I moved here um, Bean and I used to come down for this bluegrass festival that was in i guess it was somewhere outside of Gallatin it's like the Smoky Hollow Bluegrass Festival, hmm. but like Jack Clement showed up one time, and like the Cherry Holmes Family Whoa. Band, and like all these blue, like uh, Del McCory, and yeah. like all these cats came out, and it was just that 
man, like bluegrass festivals are some of the chillest, it's like so most cool. fun festivals on the planet. And then we sat around and drank moonshine. Yes, afterwards absolutely. And yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was well, a, you got to. It was a good time. My grandparents are like, uh, when they're not busy, that's what they do. They go to they, oh. they tour bluegrass shit. Oh, that's fantastic. Like he'll come to Tennessee. Or I guess he lives in Memphis now, but he'll come to this side of Tennessee just to see a bluegrass festival, and That's he'll spend wild. three days. And this dude's like walking with a cane, like he can't. He's like sure. it's inconvenient for right, him, right. but he's like, oh no, this is bluegrass town. You guys you ever? <laughs> has he, I wonder if he's ever been to that uh, bluegrass underground. I've never been. Oh, I've never been. Man, either. I want to go to that so I bad. I do too, and I I feel like I read today too that they might be not using that cave anymore or really? something wait I, I could no, no, no. be totally wrong about that <laughs> no wait there there is underground a, is in a cave it's, it's real man it's in a deep cave yeah yeah is it like around Ooh. cookville or yeah it's not that far I, away yeah, I, to, I, I must have heard totally about this, this but i forgot because you I can go stunning yeah you go down in there and they just use the reverberation mm-hmm. of like the whole situation yeah. you know and they and they i mean they do mostly bluegrass but i feel like they kind of they go out, out of that sure. yeah absolutely yeah it's there, pretty cool there have definitely been some some rock bands that yeah have, that have done shows down there sure. i would love i would to go to one of those the one the saint john's building that we were talking about that has that big room where you get that same effect and i would love to talk them into just doing like not big bands in there but just like two people shows just like right? get, yeah. get just like adam burroughs up there playing yeah. in that room. it sounds so yeah. good it would you know those rooms are better Maybe we should go get us a cave. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I'll take this cave. Thank you. Hey, uh, you got any caves? Uh, you know anybody that's got a cave? I can use. <laughs> yeah, rooms are important, man, for making music. And you guys were lucky enough to make this new record at the Sound Emporium. We were. That room that makes room is everything easier. It's basically like a cave, almost. It's got a feel to it that's like uh, just the yeah. most beautiful feeling in the world. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. You, you walk in there and you're just like, yeah. You can kind of feel, I don't know if it's like, you can kind of feel the history of it or whatever, but it's also just this, like, the size of it and the and, and whatever, like Adam, the guy that produced the record, Adam Taylor, um, was talking about how Jack Clement, um, like, hired a, a studio, like a set designer to, yeah. like, soundproof <laughs> the place. I guess that's yeah. a thing. And he yeah. just used a bunch of old, like, barn wood and stuff, and... Um, just made it look wacky. It's kind of weird looking yeah. in there. Oh, absolutely. You know? um, absolutely. It's like a, yeah, it's very stuck in a certain time, but there sure. is just something really special about that room, and, and we had a blast. It's weird, man. Like, and people, folks that are listening, like, if you ever get a chance to go on any of those, like, studio tours, like the one over in Memphis at Sun, mm-hmm. and I guess there's a Stax Museum over there. The original Stax location is gone. Um, but, like, uh, RCA, Studio B in sure. town. Like, you know, it's... Everybody says, "Oh, it's this room," and people are like, "No, it, there's some mojo there." Oh, you know, if you know enough about the mojo, I think there is. Uh, I, that's a I, very I, good point. That's all yeah, because there's sure. some some people get that feeling in lots of rooms. When I looked at the list of everybody that had recorded there and all the things that had gone on, and you Dude. when you're in the room, you hear like Adam tells you these weird stories about things that that have gone on there, and people that work there, like, "Yeah, this is how this was done." You sense you slowly realize where you're standing, and then it kind of all comes in at you. Yeah, and that's yeah. the aura. That's the it's definitely feeling. Romantic, like romanticizing yeah. the whole thing, you know, because it's just a room. It's just but a it's room. Like so it's much true. more than that. But it's a know? room that it, it's a room that worked often for for lots of people, and and it and people had a good time. And the experience, like while you're in there, as long as you can let go of, 
to to make a good record, you just have to be in a good mindset. You know? Yeah, sure. And that room does that for you. Well, and speaking of bluegrass too, like the Oh Brother Where Art Thou soundtrack. Oh yeah, yeah. T Bone does like, a bunch of stuff. For absolutely, yeah. but like as far as bluegrass, that was like bluegrass going to the moon. Well, it was like yeah. a renaissance like too. Absolutely. Yeah. It was like it was a definitely, whole situation. I mean, what year was that? 2002. 2001. Yeah. 2001. I mean, yeah. that was I was 11. That was my first hardcore experience with that kind Absolutely. of thing. Absolutely. And it was powerful, man. Yeah. Just it the way sounded it was really it good. It still is. It's and, still a good yeah. record. Yeah. yeah. Um it's I mean they they crushed it out of the park. I think at a certain point I could be lying here. It was the it was the highest selling soundtrack. Yeah, of I all think time. It, yeah, I think yeah, it still yeah. is. Is, yeah. That, is that true still? Yeah. Well, they just did a good job, and yeah. they tapped a lot of good, great, great people to And they got them in a good time, too. Somebody yeah. put that all together, and they said, like, hey, we got to do this. this. I mean, is, look what it did, gonna happen. Like, the yeah. old-timey, like, sound of that, like, weirdly just, I mean, like, that was, like, 2001. I mean, like, now, I mean, that's a big part of it, you yes. know, of, like, Americana or whatever oh, that sh- genre is. It may it's, have, It may have kind of... Kicked, kicked that it. Whole That's thing what I mean. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because you had like the alt, like the alt country thing that was going on in like mm-hmm. the you know early nineties, and moved into whatever. Sure. Um, sure. And then that <laughs> happened, and it was just like <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's like crazy. I don't know. It's like I just yeah. It was a what a strange thing to do that. It's very true. <laughs> a Coen Brothers movie, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah, but it just shows you that that they're. Both of those people that were involved, not both people, I mean, obviously there was dozens of people involved, but like both of those mediums go together. Like, I mean, it was just per that was that's how you make the best record I've ever heard and one of the best movies I've ever seen. Yeah, you know? it was really good. Mm. <laughs> like, right. that's how it's done. Yeah, somebody else tried to do that, you know? Yeah, it's cool, man. I so that, yeah, that was done there. There was a there was a bunch of stuff. I don't know. I, I kind of like got lost and everything that was sure. done there and you it's know? not it's like the crazy. whole time you're standing there looking around thinking this like you're no, working you know you're, you're in working, there like playing yeah. songs sure. and stuff but you kind of see like the way the whole place is set up like the way you do your day to do a day there which i think we did four like 12 hour days and we wow, weren't singing the whole incredible. time but we were there for like around 12 hours 10 maybe 10 hours at the least but you spend all day man just like absolutely and it's just you putting coffee and tea and water into your face and playing music and it's just a it was yeah i can the remember the day. feeling now and like it was cool because I, I i noticed that whenever i was feeling it when we were doing all of it like i kind of like had a moment where i was just like remember this feeling because it you've never had it before and right. i don't know if you'll ever have it again because absolutely. you're like Full of caffeine, yes. Uh, like in, like an insane amount of sure, caffeine. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Everything is calm, right? Well, but like it's cool, you sure. know. And, and and we did it all live, sure. So everybody's in the room playing at the same time, you know. And and in your, I don't know. There's just some weird feeling that like I had never had before, and I don't know if I'll ever have again. And I just remember going like, remember, <laughs> you know, like remember this because this is weird. Absolutely. Well, yeah. and. And you guys too. I mean, you guys didn't take the the kind of more common route now of like individually tracking things. No. Like you guys hopped in the room. We were all and in it. Did it, and that's great as a vocalist too. Because like usually by day three or four, you know, you've been caffeined out for day one and two. Right. And then by the time you get back in there, you know, now it's your time to sing. Right. You and know? you're like, it's shit. Like, oh, God damn it. Like. <laughs> even feel my throat right. at this point yeah, exactly. you know? no yeah. it it that's we, brilliant i, I mean, mean we did all like we had we had john in the corner on drums john wood and then we, uh it 
with the drum songs, so like half the record is drums. I think like five mm-hmm. tracks on it have drums. I think. Yep. I and the, yeah, and and so when we were doing those, we did those the first two days, um, and we actually had a week in between, and then came in another two days. So we actually had a week in between, okay. which is like okay. so helpful. So you could come down <laughs> yeah. from the, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you know. But the first two days we did the drums, and uh, we had him in the corner. You know, and then we kind of horseshoed everybody around him. Uh, I think at that point it was him in the corner, and then there was Will Cafaro, or maybe it was Jen. I don't know. It was anyways. Jen. It, it, it was, was all Jen just like a circle. And then Will, sure. and then Wilson, then you, me, then you. That was right. Yeah. And so, uh, yes, yeah, so we were all staring at each other and just in it. You know, and um, I mean, most of the songs that. We'd had we'd been working on them a bunch, you know, like we'd yeah, been I mean, rehearsing yeah, the well, shit out of them. You know? And that's the other thing, yeah. you guys really you went at it the right way in you, terms of like getting everybody together and, and we, like, we just rehearsed the shit yeah. out of the songs. When you, you have know? that kind of time, like uh, constraint, like you yes. just that's the only option. Sometimes, Absolutely. I mean, if you had uh, X amount of days to do that record, we might have rehearsed in a different way and spent more times on other things. You know, who knows how sure, we would have sure, done sure. it. But we had to cram for the final. Sure. Yeah. Well, and, and it's great too, man, because it gives you the, I don't know, I, sometimes things can get overdone and overplayed. Yeah. And like to know that, you know, you're going at it like 50s jazz style. Right. Like you're going to yeah. take three, maybe four, yeah, and then sure. you're moving on. Yeah. That was kind of the whole and, thing, man. It's such and we, a great way to focus. Yeah, like, we did. We, and I loved the moving on. I thought it was, the moving on <laughs> no, was great. No, it was not because I was ready to be over it. That, was, that sounded terrible. Um, but I like... So over this fucking record. I'm so <laughs> over. August 25th. First G chord. Uh, I'm out, guys. This is I'm sick of it. Um no, the that time constraint of like, listen, we've got to do three songs today. Now that doesn't mean we got maybe you know, and there's always a hope like maybe we'll nail one, like you know, maybe right, like right. that first like right. wow, just knock it out of the park. But I liked it, three songs a day, and there is uh, no okay. there's no more time. Right. If you can do four songs on two days, it'll make the other days easier. Right. Okay. So then okay. then you're really putting it down. <laughs> you're really playing as you're playing as great. Just you, just you look at your play and you think this is great. I'm doing my best. Everybody else sure, did their best. Sure. Hey guys, we all did our best. Let's put that back. Let's do our best again. <laughs> right. Sure. And then we're gonna go listen back and that maybe kinda, we'll have it. That was the that was kind of the the thing that we got into where we all kind of like had a groove going, you know. And I think what what was the first track? I think we did board young board ghost young which ghost is the first. first track on the record first we and tracked I've, it first because it's a right. drum song and we did drums on the first set of two days and yeah. because that's the oldest song that we had played we had played oh, that okay. song live on tour for a while yeah right before uh-huh. like you know we that was the first new song we took on the road before so we were all just like let's just start this whole process off and just crush one because we knew for a fact we were four or five takes away from that song being in the can right instead of starting with uh, down in Hell or Devil's Playground, yeah. where we weren't really sure what the fuck was going to end up. <laughs> right. We would have burned the whole first day arguing oh, yeah. about Devil's sure. Playground. Definitely. You got to build up that confidence track. Yeah, we so needed yeah, we needed yeah. some small snacks to like get yep. going. You know. Yeah. And that's yeah. So we started with that, and like, I was a little worried. I mean, like, we we basically the last record anchor. We 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 did it our buddy Josh Washam's yes. house, and we did it mostly live. I mean, it was. It was me and you. It was and, me, uh, Wilson, me, you playing. Yeah, like the core three, of the songs, the, all core at the same time. Sometimes yeah. Wilson would just overdub both parts, but like most right. of the time, 
and it was around one mic omni one omni well, mic. Well, oh, was cool. it omni? I can't remember if he had like three or three pointing everywhere. Or if it was one, and then he had the yeah. But either way, it was. I think it was. Well, we had instrument mics that were all right. pointing around, and then the one vocal mic was the omni. Right, and so uh, we yeah, did it that yeah, way, yeah. and so like, and that's kind of like. That's always been a mentality of mine that I was like, oh, like if we can, well, if we can do it live, like that would be the best way to do it for the sound. And like, it just makes sense to me. And so throwing drums in it was like a wrench (laughs) because like we don't usually play with drums that often. We hadn't at the at that time, you know, we'd taken John and and played some shows around town and stuff like that. and, And he was real eager to do it and stuff. And so the rehearsal, that rehearsal part was like in the best thing we could have done you know yeah. getting together because with you, him constantly you, sure. and, yeah. well, and you learn to work together with a drummer. in a smaller i mean I, i'm assuming you guys were rehearsing at mad valley well we actually rehearsed a lot with the drums at his uh place he was living over in east nashville oh john, and that room uh, is probably yeah oh, okay you, oh, you know what his old living room he's moved like? since yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 okay yeah totally I've, I've rehearsed in there many yeah. times. Yeah. yeah, I think pretty much everyone just in town has plugged it. in and yeah, right. Because <laughs> John's uh, a little, just, badass. Yeah, yeah, fucking John's a sweet guy. Yeah, he's a badass. But yeah, so so getting together and and doing that over and over and over, you know, it's like I think I think as a, as a person, um, I've grown as a musician and uh, and I think the rehearsal part really helped making this record really helped me realize that like oh. The more you play it, it doesn't take away from the feeling of it, you know? Right. And there, I think, like, there was an asshole part of my brain for a little <laughs> while that was like, oh, God, if we, like, if we kill these songs, you know, like, we can, there's a way to murder them if you play them too much. Yeah. But I don't know if that's true. Like, now that we've, like, done the rehearsal stuff and sure. with the band and everything, like, fuck that. Like, it I don't think that's true. And that may be the case if you were it. tracking yeah. it individually, but I think, in the, you know, because you guys tracked it all together, I think that was super important. Absolutely. And the, and the fact that you focused in, in such a small space, too, it gave you guys the ability, like, to experiment with dynamics in different sure. parts of the tune. Absolutely. Which, you know, and that stuff, that, that's... Well, because if you're going to do it live... You have to kind of prearrange, like they can oh, mix, sure. like you know, like there's some, <laughs> like there's gonna be drums on the everything. Old 70s fade, exactly. Yeah, like sure. there's gonna be drums on everything, no matter what you do. There's fiddle. Gonna be, there's gonna be right. fiddle on everything. Yes. Poor yeah. Jim yeah, yeah. was all over everybody. Yeah. And yeah. as far as as far as harmonies yeah. are concerned, we had to stand close enough to still do what we do. You know, because singing right. through headphones, like I'm, I'm wearing one headphone off right now because having both on freaks me out. Like you know, it's <laughs> yeah. like we, oh, sure. we're kind of yeah. trained, we're kind of trained to sing a certain way, so we had to be close enough. Every single microphone is everybody's microphone, right? So you Absolutely. really have to, if you're gonna do dynamic stuff, you're gonna do these big parts and all this kind of shit. You have to agree, <laughs> right? And you gotta hit it because it's gotta happen all at once because you're not doing it later. It's not gonna be pushed. To, oh, we'll get the drums right Absolutely. here. No, 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 no. It's right. gotta happen in the room right. because right. there's yeah. no turning the drums up way louder than everything else. Especially if you can't go back to that room and like you know you the mics that you use there, you're not gonna use anywhere no. else. No, oh, there are like yeah. four of those left in the world. <laughs> exactly, and a couple of them are in that room. Like, right, it's. The rig that uh, Wilco Farrell was recording into, I, I can't remember. <laughs> he the- borrowed a, a fucking like seventy nine something. It had like the tubes on top. Okay. It was a bass amp. Is that what you're talking about? Oh, that yeah. was that's uh, yeah. that's one of the rigs that he did. But the the uh, way that Adam recorded the upright, the upright that's right. He used these two mm-hmm. microphones, and I don't remember oh. what they were, but they were older than like my dad. Yeah, <laughs> both of them. 
And he's like, oh, these are the best. And he's not wrong. He's not yeah. wrong at all, you know? It yeah. was this big ass thing. I remember there. seeing them. I totally yeah. did. Was it two of them kind of yeah. facing each other? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Them, like, yeah. Them okay. up. It was yeah. cool as hell. Um, yeah. But it takes away a lot of worries when you've, when you've got good gear. When you're not fighting oh, gear, you don't have to worry. Yeah. And uh, everybody that- can just go this is the part where we've decided to do this dynamic thing and we can just fucking hit it because nothing's going to explode. Yeah, <laughs> These I microphones will catch sure. us. I definitely felt like the the pros and cons of like doing it yourself mm-hmm. and like they 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 balance out in a funny way. Sure. Um with doing it in a studio cuz this is the first time we've ever been in a studio like right. in a big like real studio before and they kind of have a there's a funny thing about where like i feel like they balance out you know like you take a lot of time at home you know like there's a lot of things that you are allowed to do by yourself that you can't do at a studio right but the one like big thing is that is that like you walk in and it's all fucking ready yes and you're yeah, like, oh, yeah. cool. Because people, because people that work there fucking work their ass off. Yeah. Yes. They, they fucking start the night before to get it ready for yeah. you. Like, you're pan- like, and that's fucking crazy. That's the biggest it thing. It truly is, That's man. the biggest thing to remember in all of this. It's yeah. only that way because everybody there is a better person than you. I know. <laughs> they're fucking it's killing true. it They're all there. better it's people. Totally true. Like, they're all better people than me. You say hi to like anybody that works in any studio in Nashville. Like, if you say hi to them, they're better than you. And they'll, <laughs> yeah. and they'll just, they'll shake your hand and you'll know it. And you'll be like, God, this guy took somebody else's trash out today. Yeah. <laughs> they're just times. really cool, yeah. man. And, yeah, and, and unbelievable. I, that was a really cool thing to, like, it did allow a little bit more of the, like, um, focus in and on the art aspect of it which know. made it more fun because then there's no stress right sure. it you was like a lot less stressful there's, a lot yeah. less stressful man and like and going into it too i mean so you guys knew that these 12 tunes were going to be the record yes yeah we had to decide on that early was um, there were, were there more out in the world or was or were you thinking of it from an album perspective? I knew it. Yeah. Well, I wow. Went, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's it, a, it became pretty obvious before it was even done. Yeah. Right. Like before yeah. all twelve songs were done, eight songs in, it was like, hey. <laughs> yeah. You know, the other there's some verses and choruses in sure. the world that still need to come, but like. Yeah, I had written. That's fantastic. I had written this batch of songs, and uh, yeah, I think it was probably like nine or ten. I had like nine of them done, and like the other three or four, whatever the math is on that. Well, we added, we added Devil's Playground, yeah, so I can't remember what the math yeah, was Yeah, I can't either. remember what it was. But I remember a moment, like, I, I had an idea, and I actually had a conversation. I don't know if John Mylander listens to this at all, but... God, I, a, I hope so. I, I do, too. I'll He's secretly <laughs> email him from yeah. a weird email account. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, dude, <laughs> check, check this, this out. out. But uh, John Mylander is an amazing fiddle player and also a super great friend. Uh, friend first. And we were talking one time, I think outside of the East Room or whatever, and I was like, I had my brain was going, you know, sure. and I had this idea, like, I was gonna, tr- I was gonna basically make the record kind of about, like, center around like the My Mother Missouri thing, and kind of like do that. And I hadn't had, I didn't have all the songs finished, but like, I thought, oh, what a concept! Like, that could be kind of cool, you know? I can piece this all together and make it a thing. And then, and we had a conversation about that. I remember that. And uh, and then a few weeks later, I think I finished some other songs, and then I think Twelve Kinds of Lost just showed up in my brain, and I was like, "Oh, 
wait a second. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> makes perfect sense. The record was called My Mother, like we had. Yeah, Nate, like, yeah. Like, okay, it'll okay. be it'll be this. That's, yeah, it was like I mean, more of a shout out to like where we grew up and like what my mom was going through and all that stuff. And it, it, like I kind of had that concept for a little while. Like I was hanging around on that, you know. And we had talked about it. Um, and that's what uh, the, I mean when we talked yeah. about like what it was going to be called and what it was going to be centered around. Is, and most of that conversation is just like, what's the order going to be? Right. Like, you know, like how, like we all know the songs. We've yeah. been playing these things, but. Yeah. Yeah. We took like about six of them on the road, like last year and stuff. And so it was just basically finishing it. You know, I was like, okay. And then 12 Kinds of Lost was like maybe the second to last song that I had written for it. And I was like, the concept kind of all changed. And I started thinking about it. And I wrote that song specifically with like each line in that song is like an allusion to all the other 11 tracks and it is like i don't know what the word is but it's it's not really a concept album by any means but it's like sure, a, sure. it's like quasi concept connected there is weird a, shit. there's a story a concept yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah in a way there is there's like kind right, of a storyline right, right. and all of our records have always kind of been that way sure. like whatever batch of songs that happen to come out um in the two-year span between records like that's the next record you know but it's like that this record just seemed to like be a little bit more cohesive and and uh i just like tacking that 12 kinds of lost on to the end of it and then i was like well that's the name of the record and then it was like it just all kind of spiraled from there but we definitely knew all those songs were going to be on it we didn't there was not an extra song that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't that, one. I, I mean, there's like a lot that, of though. extra pieces of songs oh, and sure. stuff. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, and sure. shit. But, like, right. I mean, I, there there's wasn't that, an extra There's one. that folder from every record we've, right. ever, we've ever made. There's, like, you could Frankenstein at least probably <laughs> one song out of the pieces of songs. That <laughs> right. for, for, for each batch of records, yeah, there's, sure. like, these half ideas or shit you throw away. Sure. Right. Someday when someone demands a greatest hits release, right. you can... <laughs> Just put that on the end. Yeah, yeah. there's your new song. Yeah. We used there to. You go. We used to That's go a through tried songs. and true trick. Yeah. <laughs> we used to go through songs so quickly as kids because music was so fun and we didn't have to have jobs and like we were in high school. And I mean, we had jobs. We had fucking jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! But I mean, like now, like jobs. Right, like, right, Job right. now, like right. back then, I got it. Like I woke up at like seven in the morning, <laughs> went to school all day, and worked till ten at night. Yeah. It was a like, it was a fucking drudge. High school Ooh. was a lot, but yeah. Um, we got to play music so much more without any sort of, there was no structure of where this is going to go kind of thing. Cause you're a kid, you know, like right. there's yeah. no, like we sure. get somebody on PR, like, man, like quick, we're running out of time. Like nobody, like, it wasn't real. Our whole thing was, can we play music and get a set list together and go play live somewhere or maybe record it. Recording was like, Brandon Hilt got a studio, and we were like, "We know a guy that has stuff that can record us." <laughs> right. Like, you know, he knows that, that guy. Yeah, yeah, fuck, man, we got to go to that guy, and then he's busy, you know, because everybody knows he's got stuff to record people. So it's like all we did was we'd write these twelve song set lists, and wow, so tackling it from the album point of view, oh, straight out of from the twelve beginning, songs, yeah. man, and then that's beautiful. The twelve would be played. You know, and we played a lot. We played shit. We played shitty, like any anything. We played. We played, and I'm gonna say this here now. We played a nursing home. Oh yeah. Oh dude. Uh, yeah. Sometimes. During a Hawaiian luau, and yeah. they had 
they had a fucking pig there. You remember yeah, this pig? Yeah, oh, I definitely remember uh, They that. had a pig there. I played a gong show for a brownie troop once. Ooh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. We won first prize. Oh, of course you cool. did. Yeah, of course. I mean, you, you're going to win. If you're going to go there, you're going to fucking win. Yeah. 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 That's um, like funny as hell. But we would rotate through these 12 weird. songs and pick four or five or six that stuck with us and had to be, you know, like, oh, we'd keep playing these and we keep playing these. Ah, okay. But I, dude, we talked about this the other day. Like, I don't know how many songs just got thrown away. Or you, sure. we'd start to learn a song and he'd show up to rehearsal one day and we'd start playing it and he'd go, you know what, man? Like, I don't. And then we would just talk for a few minutes and that song was never heard again. <laughs> <laughs> It would just go away. Like, he would just get a feeling about it. And I'd sure. be like, dude, okay. Like, sure. you know, he's like, I just, you know, I think this, I don't know. And then that song didn't exist anymore. Yeah. yeah that, that, there was a lot of, like, learning in that yeah. way of, like, yeah. oh, okay, I mean, that's well, all we'll go, we were doing. We'll yeah. go play it out. And, yeah, there, here's, a, like, an entire set list that we would play out for a while. And I don't know. There are some times where we just didn't keep any of the songs. Sure. You yeah, know what I mean? Sure. We've and, thrown away 12 songs at a time. Yeah. So, <laughs> or, you know, well, over the course of a year, we'll, we'll replace them because you have to rotate right. them out because you're still playing live. So you've got one oh, through sure. 12, and then all of a sudden you got six and six, and then you got brand new 12. Like, and it takes yeah. like three weeks. You yeah. Know? I was writing a shitload in high school, and I, yeah. not, not at all, most of it was not the best stuff in the world well, but it's but, like but it was just getting through all that you know sure, and i think it, it happened man, the perseverance and that's clear to me on this record right. more than more than your previous records man you guys are kind of this this place right now that's like all of that work is like right it's it starting to kind of come together it's, and it's funny because you don't great, think about man. that shit like i don't think about that sure. until i start thinking about it and i'm like oh man yeah, we've just ripped through a bunch of stuff, but all that stuff was just learning stuff, you know. We made three records with James, Jamie Carter, you know, like back home when we were 16, 17, 18, you know. Sure. Um, we made a we, record with a guy before that yeah. that never, ever, ever came out anywhere. Yeah. And there's 14 uh, songs on that. Uh, yeah. It's somewhere in the we world. We were kids, you know, right? and like that I've was the it. funny thing. <laughs> yeah. And so it was just like the learning process of like being in a studio and like, the, thankfully, Jamie Carter was like the coolest motherfucker in the world and yeah, was just like awesome story. and just taught us how to do all sorts of stuff. And he was a very like, you know, do it your own fucking way. Put out as much music as you can. Yeah, that's because and it's got to be quality stuff. But like, just keep doing it. Keep doing it. And, and he, he was big on because he was a, a friend of ours, uh, stepfather. And he had like a studio built into his house, and he was working for Mel Tillis at the time. So oh, and he was like, cool. so he was like in the business, you know. And he, after some persuasion from probably Bla- Blake or his, you know his son or something, like it's like, hey, you know, these guys are wanting to make a record, and you have all this stuff. Like, can we work out a deal? And the deal was, like, maybe once a week, you know, some weeks we missed or whatever. You right. Could come over, and we'll get as much done as we can. You guys can sit down, and you guys can learn about what's going on. I'll explain dude, it. That's and amazing. We'll just kind of do a thing, and then at the end of the process, dude, we would. I mean, I don't think we even gave this guy money. Like it was just like, <laughs> here's a hundred dollars. Sure. Well, but, he's learning you know, too. Like, at well, the same he time. was all he was doing was learning new gear. Like literally, yeah. one record we show there's up. There's no to better record, way to do that. Like, and he goes, we're using radar. And I was like, what? He's like, it's a system I got from a guy. We're going to use this. I'm like, what? He's like, because I'm just going to learn it. And you guys just go in there and we're going to do this. It'll be fine. Sure. And then we'd be like, well, can we make records? And he's like, do you have a, do you have GarageBand? And he was like, well, like, you can't make a record GarageBand. He's like, you're an idiot. You can make, you know, he just, like, he just fucking made you learn. He was just he was like, cool, no, you man. can do all this shit. So he was the kind of guy that would, uh, I remember he would have, uh, 
New Year's resolutions, and they would always be wacky as fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, one night he was going to learn how to speed read, you know? And, like, <laughs> yeah, he did it. <laughs> he did it. He, like, James yeah, shit. speed read. Yeah, he wow. could, like, he taught himself how to, like, speed read, and, like, he taught, like, there was a lot of weird science shit that he was, like, really into, you know? He like, was into fantastic. particle physics, or not particle physics, he was into, um, String theory and like time travel. Yeah. I remember okay. sitting at a, a table with him and just arguing about time travel. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm 19. What yeah. the fuck do I know? This guy has read every book in the world. It's crazy. I asked him one time, I said, Do you think you could land a plane? And you know what he said to me? He goes, I've read enough books. I, I, think, I, <laughs> yeah. I think I could do it. Not like, oh, hell yeah, I could land a plane. He's just like literally thought about it. And he's like, I actually read a book on landing planes. So yeah, I think, I think I, it was the right plane. He gave me, he gave me, uh, uh, East of Eden and said uh, you sure. have to read this book sure. and it blew my fucking mind and I was like I'm like and I still like am obsessed with John Steinbeck to this day and it's because of him yeah. he's um, a great wow. human being he's just a cool dude you know and like really let us do whatever we wanted and just tried to capture it and oh, and we would fantastic. and he would like fucking chain smoke uh, oh sure Marlboro, what were Dude, they? He would, Marlboro, so we 90, were kids. We were talking like late, late 90s? This would have been... We were... This would have been 2006. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Because we were like 16. Yeah. And 17. So it wasn't like... We were underage, so we couldn't smoke cigarettes. And he had this he had this thing about like Oh, Jamie, that never stopped any good young <laughs> well, teenage yeah, boy. Yeah, we still smoke cigarettes, but like we weren't allowed to smoke around Jamie because he's like, I'm you guys are not eighteen. Like Jamie uh, Jamie okay. fucking followed the rules. Sure, you know what I mean? Sure. Jamie yeah. Jamie definitely obeyed the laws. Like we weren't That's over there drinking great. beers with this guy. Like right. he would offer us sure. a Coke, but right, like right, but right. like we had to take our shoes off if they were too muddy. Like, <laughs> right. like we were we were Dude, on the clock. Amazing. We were on the yeah. clock, motherfucker. That's so great. And yeah. uh he would go out to this little he had this little thing built on i hope i'm not blowing him up like if somebody hears this it's yeah. just like his wife yeah, man this is that what an incredible human being he oh, would dude, fuck he's seriously to, like, like fucking the best that's great. to this little bitty garage that was built into the basement and it was just big enough to hold like a lawnmower and it's like a weed eater like just store your thing here on the side of the house and he would we'd be recording and we'd be doing something and it'd go like really well and he'd go that's really good he'd hit the space bar you know and he's like all right cool uh just uh and then he'd just run away for a minute <laughs> And he'd go out to this little thing, and he would he would smoke these little bitty 72s. These 72s, tiny, that's what they were. tiny little c- cigarettes. You know, you like remember the Marlboro 72s? Holy shit, And he yeah. would suck this thing down. Yeah. like <laughs> Just like get it. And then he'd come back in smelling like smoke. We were smokers, <laughs> yeah. you know. It's like, oh, yeah. you know, he oh. comes back in smelling like smoke. Where were you? And he wouldn't, he wouldn't say shit. Right. Until we were like old enough. Like by the time... I was 19. He would like, I smoked a cigarette with him. When I, but I was already like way past date. <laughs> yeah, kind of nervous right. about it and shit. Like, which made you want to smoke more. Yeah, I had to have been 19 years old. But he would just, he was a rule follower, man. He just wouldn't do it, you know? But he oh, also just so let funny. us do whatever we wanted. I remember there was like a couple of tracks on one of those old CDs uh, where I wasn't really following the rules of album stuff. We just had two extra songs and it would like the newest stuff that we had been making. And, uh, and I wanted to put them on there for some stupid reason. I was like, oh, we got to put these on here. And he was like, well, okay. And, he, and, he, and I was like, sweet. And he, he was like, why don't we do it to tape? Or maybe I had, maybe we had talked about doing it to tape and seeing yeah. what it was like. So he took an old Mel Tillis like, re, like stuff that had been recorded and just recorded over it. And it's crackly and weird and crazy. Oh, and it was on one of those old Tillis, like, tape. It was one of those old portable oh, tape yeah. machines that they yeah. used to keep on the bus. Oh, yeah. that's fantastic. It's cool, man. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. Wow. 
It, it, was, really it was old cool. tape, though. Yeah, you man, can tell. It was some old oh, tape. Yeah. It was some old tape. Some weird stuff and, and cool stuff can happen when you have that time to experiment in the studio. Yeah. Oh, well, and he always sure. had out every who guitar you are as a on writer the and like yeah. Yeah. all of that. He stuff. just let you kind of figure it out, and he had a background in everything. I mean, he was working for Militillus at the time. He was, st- I mean, still to this day, one of the most phenomenal guitar players I've ever shaken hands with. I mean, he, he could just play anything. He was That's like rad. he was like an old eighties like hair metal guy, but not like really terrible hair metal, but like technical hair metal. Sure, you, you know what sure. I'm talking about? Like Absolutely. guitar playing that's just classical in its own way. Right. So he was he was really, really, really talented musician. He's so awesome. On man. his walls, man, he had like a fretless bass. First time I ever played with a fretless bass. I was like, what the fuck? It's like oh, a fretless man, electric cool. bass. He's like, yeah. And he just handed it to you and be like, you're doing the next song with this. I'm like, I don't know how to play it. And he's like, just shut up. And, <laughs> and you played Slide it. I didn't do it. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, like, we oh, did that. So for, awesome. We made three records there. And then, like, we did the two in Boston at our apartment. Yeah. Uh, in mm. our apartment. And that was an awesome experience. But we couldn't have done that without knowing, you know. Oh, we just that we could do it. We were just sure. desperately sure. trying to remember what James had said. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> emailing him all the time, all the time. Like yeah. when I email you, "Hey, Josh, yeah. uh, the lights are off Dude, on my it house." Keeps going down the line. I pass it on to Kevin. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I, I think it actually stops with him. It's I think everything stops to everything. Kevin Harper. Yeah. yeah. That's right. I'll call Adam Grover. He calls Kevin. Yeah. Right. Kevin's yeah. just phone is. Like it's it's melting. a meeting of the elders, man. You know, <laughs> it they, is. they send it, it on is. down to us lay people. <laughs> <laughs> it does feel that way, though. It's they are so people. But where else so in the many... world could we do that? Oh, I so know. Helpful. Nashville's so the best, helpful. man. It's so crazy. It's fucking cool. It's so cool. So yeah. So that yeah. So the I feel like it's like you said earlier. It's kind of just all coming to a head where it's like, oh, I think like songwriting wise i feel like i've become more obsessed with the craft of it and less obsessed with the like inspiration part of it uh you know what i mean like absolutely dude absolutely yeah like that's a weird like that's kind of a funny hurdle and you kind of act i accidentally kind of just stumbled that way you know it's like now i kind of more care about the the like work part of it than i do about it hoping that it fucking shows up in my head you know right and there's something about working at it, man. And it and and I used to track the same way, like a lot, like record something and then sure. like either yeah, keep a lot it of your, it out or like well, yeah, a lot of yeah, your stuff is like yeah, that. yeah, up until this last record, right? Um, so yeah, man, it's uh, it's sometimes tough to, but like yeah, but after a while, they, those songs just kind of right tend to go away. I know. Keep keeps on cycling through. Absolutely. Yeah, but that's what makes it fun. That's what keeps everybody interested. Um, you know, we've we've been lucky enough to play with the same group of people for a long time. Because in Nashville, that you know how it is. People get peeled difference. off and stuff. Right. Absolutely. But, um, we're very lucky to have, uh, you know, Wilson Conroy, uh, Jen Starcynic, and Will Cofero, and John Wood make time and for Jeff. us. And Jeff Adamchek. Oh, yeah. Adam he played a little fucking B3 yeah, on that shit. he made time for us, too. Um, they just, they make so much time for us in their everyday lives for, you know... I don't, reasons I don't understand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, but man, I, I mean, I found that like like great studio cats like that, you know, if they can if they can lean into great songs, the whole thing changes, yeah. man. I they mean, get a good feel and sure. form it. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing better than working through my favorite rehearsals that we had for the last record. Which, and I loved I loved all the rehearsals, but the ones that were the most thrilling were the very first few 
where it was just me and Cast and, and Will Caffarel, we were showing him the songs for the first time. If you ever uh, get to play music with Will, which I'm sure most people <laughs> listen to this podcast do, when you're showing Will a song and watching him chart and watching him like learn a song, it's thrilling. Yeah. <laughs> like I love learning a song with Will because it's like the way that he, I don't know, man, that's what I respect about all musicians. Like, you know, they're, the right. way that they play music. But watching Will put a, put a song together in his own head and like, make his mistakes and learn his stuff it's just there's something he's efficient as fuck he's efficient (laughs) it's so efficient but there's something exciting about that because once i watch him kind of do his work on the spot and he does the same amount of work that i've been doing for two weeks you know (laughs) sure you go okay we're fine like okay this is this is it's no it's not normal because if he stops and goes oh then i'll know we've we've made a mistake <laughs> it's true. Well, and he lends an emotional yes. levity to playing the bass that, like, that you don't you don't hear every day, man. No, and he fucking cares. Yeah, and ah, he cares about movie. everything, but he fucking yeah. cares about the way that he sounds, and you yes. can tell. And a, and a lot of musicians do, and you can tell by the way that they play that they fucking yeah. care. Yeah. And he's he's one of those guys. He's well, will you uh, will you go out with me? Just. <laughs> I think he's seeing other people. I think yeah, he's too. <laughs> Why would he? With the, Why he's out with the Roosevelts? And, yeah. He's, he's seeing other people. I yeah. like that. That's good. <laughs> he's seeing lots and lots of other people. Yeah, that seems really unfair. Yeah, he should have been yeah. off air. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like He'll come back. COVID We're getting it or some shit. Yeah. He sent he sent me a text message today about Will's like a good political buddy. You know, like we, oh, absolutely. Anytime sure. something blows up, Will texts Cassidy and I in a three way text message, and it'll be like, hey. You see that shit just now? I'm like, yeah, we all saw that shit just now. He's like, just checking. Gotta go. I'm gotta go. I'm busy, but I just wanted to make time to let uh, you know. No, nah, he's great. So yeah, I don't know what's next. Well, let's talk more about you and how how you. Let's just let's focus on you. No, I don't want to focus on me. Let's focus on you. <sighs> let's focus on everybody else. Well, so I suppose the question has to be: Are you going to do a record about Boston at any point? Now that uh... I think Anchor was about Boston. <laughs> That's an interesting yeah. okay. question. It depends on what part of Boston. Um, it depends on what 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 angle of it. You know, if you're talking about like all of the records are about things that happen in the live you know sure, i think sure. so yeah so in like, a way in a yeah. way anchor was about like a lot of those songs man a lot of those songs are about situations and obviously i'm in the know i live next to this dude you know like i know it's <laughs> well, not, and i'm not trying to get anybody to reveal trade secrets and shit here no either, but it's but, like yeah. you everybody if they're a good songwriter in my opinion and i can say this because i don't write a lot of songs um <laughs> they, they write about they write from personal experience and about personal experience so it doesn't have to be that way all the time um, it's not true for every single song, sure. But I think there's a lot of songs on Anchor that are about just growing up in the way that we grew up while we were in Boston. Like they're about yeah. growing up yeah. and getting and getting better at things and learning things. But we happen to do that together while living in that city. So to me, that's what it is. Yeah, I think that that's an interesting. And how, so, like, how long was that? Um, Anchor was released two years ago, right? So, how long have you guys been in Nashville? We've been here four years in December. For four years oh, okay. in December, okay. Yeah. So it was fresh. It wasn't like a long look back at. Oh no! So, okay. it, no, was no like, it was like I had, had written, some of the songs up there. I wrote "God vs. Evolution" in Boston. Okay. Yeah. And so, what like, a perfect city to yeah. write that right. song in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Holy shit! Well, I mean, Absolutely. you mentioned Harvard just, Square and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like we were still up sure. there. Yeah. yeah. So I wrote that song and like a couple of other ones, and that's kind of what I like about this new record is that's like. Basically, it's the first, yeah, it's the first batch of songs, that, like, 
entirely from beginning to end that are Nashville songs, you know, that are like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, they're like all like written in the last, you know, all of them were written in the last two years except for Devil's Playground, which was like maybe three and a half, three years ago when we Devil's, first moved Devil's Playground is just like a letter on your desk that's just always there. And you're like, you're moving shit around. You're like, I yeah. still have that there. I got to do some of that. That song I got to mail that thing. It's a, sure. uh, yeah. So it's just been around all, for so It's long. been around for a little while, but like I, sure. I even wrote it in Nashville. So like the, yeah, it's kind of cool to like have a record that's like, oh man, all these songs were like written here and it's kind of cool. I don't know. Is it? Yeah. I kind of like Nashville, you know? So it's like, it's nice to like have that feeling in a weird way. I agree. And has Nashville? I mean, I'm assuming it's changed your songwriting, but to what to what extent? I mean, I guess I can think of like the Civil War song. Yeah, you know, so that's right. kind of like a yeah, homage yeah. to your right. That's true. But I think I think mostly what it's made me do is work at it harder in huh. so many ways um people are doing it professionally people are here. doing it and yeah. i'm like oh man and i think the craft thing is real like i feel like that's a lot of uh just maturing but also being in this town you know i think that has been a big part of it I agree. um to like like this last record like i sat out every morning you know for 45 minutes before before going to work to do it. yeah like literally like i was out there like most mornings doing that, you know, at least having a guitar in my hand, you know? Um, and I feel like that, that was really helpful. And like, it taught it showed me that like, you can do that and make something even better, you know, as opposed to like, like I said earlier, like some of my thought processes on the whole thing, I think were a little strange, you know, cause I was like, it's all very personal. Right. Yeah. But I was—I I feel like I was waiting on l- lightning, you know, a lot more when I was younger than I do now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> sure. And I think that doesn't come around like it used to. Right, right, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I do. I mean, I feel like that's a real thing. No, I agree, man. And I mean, just for me too. Like, I I love. I think the craft of it now has become my favorite. It's the best part. Well, favorite, but also fucking torturous from time to time. And I don't mean to sound like a tortured songwriter douche, but like. I'll just obsess on like a sure. word. For, Absolutely. And it'll in the middle of the night, I'm like, God damn it. Okay, I know. I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna write this down because it's gonna be gone if I don't. And yeah. It's, it's true. It's I mean it's weird, man. The brain works in very, very strange ways. It really, really does. And I think uh <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things where like now I it 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 kind of makes me feel a little like a little bit better about it, uh I think there was a lot of times when I was younger too. It's like I I worry a lot, or I worried a lot about like it going away or something, as if there's like some sort of like sure. <laughs> you know like oh there's like some magic or something, right. which there is a little bit of. Oh sure. I mean, there's sure. pieces of it that are like weirdly right. magical in a way, but like um, I think this record writing it has like kind of showed myself that like oh this is not fleeting or this isn't you know right, going right. away anytime soon if i get out and rub the sticks together yeah sooner or later something some fucking shit will happen you know <laughs> yeah. like something will come out and in a good way you know i think it so i think that's kind of cool and like i don't know i mean I, I i think that's this is just i'm really proud of this thing you know i'm really proud understandably of so man and and that's the thing too like you can tell you took the time to craft it but like you guys crafted the all the way down to the you know to the what you hear yeah you know you took steps that 
that a lot, especially especially like folkier cats, you know, like tend to do more. They're more do-it-yourself people, right? In general, you know right. what I mean. And well, to, it's like, to, what's the easiest way? Right. What's absolutely. the easiest way or to get something done? Because, hey, sure. Cheap is easy. Too. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 But no, it's it's really cool that you guys took the time and the extra effort and and all of that, and and I think your fan base helped you get to that point too. Oh, for which sure. Which is fantastic. Yeah. Like, that's that's an absolutely beautiful thing in the way that you guys have cultivated that kind right. of kind of all along. Yeah. You know? And I think a lot of it's a testament to the live show. Yeah. I mean, for me personally, there's always an energy there that's just like, oh, oh shit. Well, Cuz that's you. when it's fun. Yeah, yeah it's really man, fun. Absolutely. When you you rehearse for two hours and you know by the second hour everybody's like getting hungry, you know, sure. getting ready to like all right, sure. you know, we we've been through this song or whatever. But when you play live, you've got 45 minutes to just fucking have as much, either have as much fun as you can or kick as much ass as you can. You know, like you got to, right. you've got to go, like, here we go. We're going to go have fun. Um, I love Especially live. on a Friday. Like yeah. Especially working. on a Friday. Sure, you're sure. fucking ready. You're like, dude, I'm going to get out there and I'm going to have like <laughs> the most fun that I can make myself have. It's, man, speaking of Jack Clement from earlier, like we're, we're in the fun business. You yeah. Know? Like that's, Absolutely. At yeah, the end of I know the day, that. dude, that's it. Yeah. Because you know? when I get to sing harmony with these other guys, like that's, that's when I'm having fun. Like yeah. I love, I love stepping up to a microphone to me to sing and stepping away. It's just like fun. Like it's just, sure. I'm just having, sure. I'm personally having fun off the dumbest thing to have fun. <laughs> just da 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 da. Like I love it. It's it's like a weird little thing. It's, it's almost it. there's a tinge of like a runner's high or something in it. Yeah, Ooh, it's that like, thing we were talking about earlier with the locking in of like of a yeah. of a heart of a it's choir. Like, here or we something. go. We're all like, together. And I yeah. like having the stage set up and like certain stage setups. You know, obviously. Wherever you go, it's always different. But like, <laughs> sure, sure. Family wash, like Will Caffero right behind me to where like all I got to do is turn like this and I've got like F hole bass right in my le- my left <laughs> oh, ear. Oh, that's great. And I've got Caston here and I've got Wilson enough in the monitors because I'll never hear Wilson on stage because he's so far away. But if I've got enough Wilson in the monitors and, gen- and like that stage, because I'm... I can just turn and it's just goosebumps. Like I'm fucking, I can, the, 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 will, when will saws and shit, you know, and it's oh, like, yeah, God damn man. it. Like I wish everybody was up here feeling this fucking, <laughs> this is way better than watching it. Yeah, dude. Unless someone figures that shit out in VR. Right. Like, oh my God. Like fuck VR. Like that, yeah. that's, you're still just some sure. schlub in the middle of a crowded place. <laughs> right. Exactly. At least you're not getting pissed on. Like, yeah. That's exactly. the benefit of, you but know. But like a part will come up and will will be, I know he's about to fucking break out the boat and I'll turn into it. Just like, I will. Away from my mic, probably sounding worse, but I'm just like, oh, I want to hear this. Like, yeah. Longingly, like your hair flowing <laughs> yeah, in the wind. Just like, and, oh, yeah, like, this is music. So yeah, it's it's always there's a, there's a borderline in being selfish on stage. You know, you gotta you gotta be like pay attention sure. and do your thing. You can't have so much fun that you wreck everybody else's fun by not paying attention. But well, and I think too, especially with a good bass player, I think especially on a harmony from a harmony point of view, it's way easier to sing when there's oh a great God. bass harmony mm. when it's just, it's just handled because it's just oh, yeah. it's down there, man. Because yeah. you can make a lot more, especially the way that I sing. Very like I was trained how to sing, but the way that like you said earlier with the bluegrass stuff, it's not. Oh, it's a you different. Just, you yeah. just kind of rip it, you know. You get up there and you do your best. Um, and it's really, really, really hard to do when it's just two of us. It's really, really hard to do when it's just three of us. But when it's six of us, 
It, like you, it's just there's just so much room for you in there. Like just anybody, <laughs> yeah. anybody could come up. You could sing out a key. Just get up here. Sure. There's room yeah. for you. There's room for everyone. There's room for everyone under this fucking polyphonic spree. Right. Sure. And there's that's twelve what, of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what strings are for, man. That's what the strings are for. By the end of September, you guys are gonna come back from your from your tour for this record, and there'll be like twenty other people. Yeah. In the band. They're just in. Yeah. Just they don't even play along, instruments. They wearing just robes kind of sing. and shit. Yeah. Right. Tamarine. Couple like yeah, old people, yeah. like you know, just like whatever, dude. We just let them. Whatever, everybody's invited. That's good. No, like what you guys start a uh, little tour action. September eighth, we head out. So we got the we got the release show on August twenty eighth, and then uh, we're actually playing uh, Ira Wolf, who lives with us. Uh, she's coming out with a record too. Um, same on day, seventh. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. oh perfect. Okay. Yeah, on on September seventh, and then the eighth we head out. Okay. Um, for like ten days, I think we got eight shows in ten days, and then uh, we're actually taking Kevin Harper with us. Oh, that's Kevin Harper, beautiful. For the first ten days, because we're oh, still on the road. That's great. so yeah. So he's gonna come with us. Uh, we're going down to like Baton Rouge and Arkansas, oh. Missouri. Yeah. I love Baton Rouge. Yeah, I, I, I do too. Yeah, man, there's just a vibe down Shit. there. Mm-hmm. I got They're to play New people. Orleans back in April, and it's oh, New Orleans is fantastic. Oh, yeah, we had just, a great time. We yeah. didn't play there, but we yeah, had a great no, time. we got yeah. <laughs> our, our show got really uh, fucked. But oh, that's really funny. I, <clears throat> yeah, uh, Adam Burroughs played down there fairly recently too, and he he said played at the same place. That he we... was supposed to play a house show, but maybe there was like a goddamn parade or something that was going down the street, and he could never in think New Orleans. He, yeah, and well, he just which of course there's always fucking parades in New Orleans. <laughs> like any, any given day, yeah. every 20, 40 minutes, they can right. run. But he actually, I don't think he made it to that particular gig. Like, I, I think, oh, I shit. think, I think the parade, like, completely, blocked yeah, it blocked what do you him. Do? You just call the corner him at every. What the hell was that? Something just fell. That was awesome. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. This house is a little too young to be haunted. I don't, yeah, it could have been. Uh, it was something over there, man. Maybe it was a. Uh, oh, wait. Is this is this it? Are we about to get raptured? <laughs> is God coming back right now on the podcast? I think he did already. We're that still here. A, so, like, I was listening to a podcast about earthquakes today, and like, that, if that was an earthquake, that was a real bummer of an earthquake. <laughs> yeah, if I'm ever in an earthquake, I want it to be way better than that. Nothing looks out of place. Yeah, so, maybe it, it was just again, uh, maybe upset a spirit. Yeah. What were we talking about right before that happened? <laughs> the spirit of yeah, suburbia. We were talking about New Orleans. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Yes. Oh, fucking! This is some voodoo mama juju shit going over here. Yeah, it could be. They just cast a spell. Oh God damn it! Well, we've That's invited the, the ghosts. I in. need. Yeah. <laughs> They're here. Yeah, we went down there and played, and uh, excuse me, we went we went to <laughs> Baton Rouge and played and had a really good time. Right on. And we ate so much boudin. Yeah. Oh my God, oh, that boudin. That's magical. It it's is. Best. I just got hungry when I said that. I know. <laughs> so yeah, so we're doing that, and then uh, and then we're basically gonna be on tour most of September, and then we've actually got. I think we're playing it. We get to play the Bluebird, which is cool. Oh, in fantastic. October 15th, which that's is That's awesome. great. And that's like yeah. the artist spotlight. Yeah, it's like whatever. that thing on Sunday mm-hmm. at 6, Dude, that's I think. a great show. It's yeah. super, super fun. Most attentive crowd you'll probably ever play I know. For. I'm very excited about that. But, yeah. And I hate when they pay attention. <laughs> no, it it feels weird for about the first minute or two, but then you're like, oh, this, oh, that's why people used to do this. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, we're remember. firm believers. Yeah. Firm believers in the listening room. Firm believers. In Absolutely. The room. Yes, yes, indeed. Well, well, Jesus, did I, I'm sure I'm missing a thousand different things. The record comes out uh, August August 25th. 25th. Excellent. All over Available the place. Available everywhere. And uh, they can order CDs from your website. Uh, yeah, I'm Maybe. sure they will oh, be able find to. It out in the world, they'll figure it out. Yeah. 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 
People can um, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll send send your money to <laughs> Mad Valley Lodge in an envelope addressed in the I'm just, for, for me, I'm not going to publicly encourage mail fraud. So right. I'm just going to put yeah. that little disclaimer out there. Yeah, don't Absolutely. mail Allegedly fraud. Allegedly mail Don't something. do any of that. That would be definitely the worst. Oh, before we go, though, we will tell you that all, if you ordered anything... Um, or if you donated to the Indiegogo, all the stuff's out. All the mail is Yay. out. All the it's shirts true. are out. Look at you guys. Before the actual release date. Yeah, yeah people got their thing. albums early, which is, yeah. you know, like... There's a couple of people here in town that are going to come to the house show tomorrow night. Yeah, there's some people getting it tomorrow. Some like, COD kind of shit. You know, okay. yeah. But if you live cool. in, like, Wisconsin or uh, New York City or Massachusetts <laughs> or Connecticut, you have it. Yeah. And that's Those great. will not be hand-delivered. Right. Well, well you never know. I don't you know, dude. You should have seen the post office situation we were in with it. So. Oh, so it was you didn't 50 do the stamps.com thing. You went to the stamps. old stamps.com. Somebody should. I know. Mark Maron keeps talking about it on his uh, fucking podcast. No, we just, is it pretty great? Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it when I used it, but I live out on the west side. Our post yeah. office is pretty slow. It's pretty easy to get in and out. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, in town, it can be a real chore. All right. Because like, uh, nothing weighs out, and you know. This know. podcast was brought to you by stamps.com. <laughs> stamps.com. <laughs> Send me money, please. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. The, so everybody's got their stuff, and you can still. I think you can still go online and and you know maybe donate. There's like booklets and stuff. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Great. Yeah, we made some cool booklets that we're gonna have lyric books. Oh, beautiful. For, uh, we should have brought beautiful. you one. What the hell? Is I know that was a mistake. I, I know a guy. I'll get one. But yeah, they'll be they'll be at the they'll be at the uh, at the CD Blue Show, Family Wash, August twenty eighth. Oh, and the family Boom. wash. That's a oh, great yeah. room, man. It's one of the Super best. Super cool room. And uh, WMOT is broadcasting out of there now. They're doing too. that Finally Friday thing. Yes. Yeah. They've, they've got it dialed in over there, man. Hell yeah, dude. Yes, yeah. Place is the best. All right. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for doing this. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, my Politics new record, 12 Kinds of Lost, will be available on August 25th. Uh, but you can pre order it now on iTunes and get a cool digital booklet with the album. Uh, and right after their CD release party at the Family Wash in Nashville on August 28th, they'll be heading out on tour. Uh, so check out mypoliticmusic.com for their additional tour dates. Uh, I'm Josh Preston, and on behalf of the Mad Valley Lodge podcast, uh, thanks for listening. And uh, from their new album, 12 Kinds of Lost, here's News Alone. I'm feeling low Getting high To find a balance Wiping tears Another tragedy Spilling sadness from my eyes And I'm feeling old Getting by lost its magic through the years I've been glad to be But now I'm tired of just surviving Friends are few By design They can't give me up If they don't know where to find me But it's getting hard to watch the news alone I had someone to cry
drowning beside me Now it's taking hold Another chapter in this never-ending headline Another sequel Another cycle full of violence going round Now watch alone I've spent my whole life standing on the sidelines Trying to shield myself from all this pain I'm feeling now. Well, friends are few by design. They can't give me up if they don't know where to find me. But it's getting hard to watch the news alone. I had someone to cry with beside me And how did I become so disconnected Fear drove me here And she dropped me off alone How did I become so goddamn misdirected An arm's length from everyone I know An arm's length from everyone I know well, Friends have been few By design And I realize They'd love me if I'd let them But it's getting so hard to watch the news alone A person can't get through this life without somebody To cry with beside them To cry with beside them 